0: Thank <laughs> you. Welcome to Game Pass News, recorded Thursday, November 11th. Today, we wish a happy birthday to the Xbox SX, chat about Forza, and how Sean fought a squirrel on his underpants during Extra Life. My name is Nick, my co-host is Sean, and our very, very special guest, Seth. Keeping it weird, Sturgill, how are you guys? I'll start with you, Sean. How are you doing today, man?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm good. I've um, got a beer with me. I've well. got a... To- tidy living room and i've been playing some vases though can't can't get much better than that that is a good that is a good Like,
0: seth do you have an awesome name or is that a radio name i mean it's just that just like feels like a radio name is that your (laughs) is that just your like like i i I just think it's
2: awesome well thank you i appreciate that no no (laughs) that's just me i um yeah so i i i it's weird because i am known as the nintendo guy but i i have gone off the leash to talk xbox twice this week it's crazy dang i was uh i was on Retrologic talking about halo 2 earlier this week and now here i am hanging out with the game pass news guys i am so thrilled to
0: to be hanging out with you guys again it's been too long it's been too long yeah yeah it really has hey we have you know uh i mean everybody here knows we run two podcasts so everybody knows about dad crossing so we've kind of revived that so uh we'll have to get you back on that one too to get your feel on this uh on this uh, update so I was, I was going to say, last time I was on there, I killed Dad Crossing. so uh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, was, I, I always blame myself. I was like, I was the last guest on Dad Crossing before the hiatus, so I feel like I killed Dad Crossing. Um, uh, you,
1: you, you didn't do that. The, the fact that Nintendo yeah. seemed to forget about Animal Crossing for 12 months. I think, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Not Not <laughs> on you at all. So we got Sh- we got Sean with a with a beer. Uh, I I am a iced tea fan. What what are you drinking over there, Seth? Hot tea. Hot, Hot tea. tea. This is some yeah Indian nice. chai. It's you know, mm. cashew. Sure. Yeah, nice. Yeah,
1: nice. I love it. It's 10 p.m. here, so you know, and it's my That's first fair. official day off. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Hey, we want to say hi to the chat. Thanks, Hambone Johnny, Third Strongest Mole, Ebicel, Thanks for uh, thanks for jumping in. We really appreciate it um Seth you have uh, I was just chatting with uh ham bone Johnny the other day you have his dr- stream drink of choice right there I don't know about chai but hot tea so yes yeah, yeah. ham bone Johnny all in for the hot tea all the tea cats That's right. <laughs> yeah man
2: I consider myself
0: a northern iced tea drinker because um I you know I like a little sugar I don't like it to, you know like I don't like syrup when it's
2: all in right so. right I'm the same way down down here I live in Louisiana and down south um sweet tea is like let's just put a block of sugar <laughs> in a gallon of sweet tea and um it's a little ridiculous i put a just a tiny bit of sugar in some chai like this and i'm good to go i'm i'm totally fine with
1: that yep so oh, you, you, you see you'd all be ruined if you came to the uk like we literally <laughs> like we, we especially in yorkshire we drink yorkshire tea because it's brewed and made in yorkshire and it's you put the tea bag in you walk away you come back five minutes later you can't move the a spoon in a cup because it's brewed and stewed <laughs> for that long and then you might add like a splash of milk that's it yeah I... <laughs> so it's bitter and it's milky and it's warm lu- well lukewarm because you've left it for a while that's just that's the yorkshire way to drink tea <laughs>
0: i now want to try milk and tea i've never tried it never in my life tried milk and tea have you had it seth i've had milk and tea before have it's you? not, not you my thing know.
2: to yeah. be honest i uh i prefer bitter tea myself Hambone johnny Uh, in the chat is uh, saying green tea or like matcha like Mm -hmm. I I love green tea Mm -hmm. that's one of my favorites I I, I don't know I, I like the bitterness of the tea maybe a little bit of sweetness if it's a little sharp to, mm-hmm. to offset it but for the most part i i prefer my tea to be bitter as well no
0: milk for me yeah and that's what third Trunks Mole says bitter as wormwood that's that's what that's what he wants um so you know this is an xbox podcast but man i feel like we really need to get together uh hambone johnny all of us need to get together and have a tea cast one of these days i'm, do I'm down it. for that i, I live in I'm totally, totally in. call
1: the hatter because we're having a teapot <laughs>
0: that's <laughs> right i love it. Uh, yes yes Um, so, uh, before we, before we start off on Xbox, uh, top stories, we, uh, we just wanted to give a big shout out to, uh, everybody, whether you donated, whether you came here and watched, whether you shouted us out on socials, uh, Sean and I spent from 3am Sunday to 6pm, yes, uh, Sunday night, uh, with a little bit of break there for some golf tournaments, uh, streaming for extra life. Uh, for anybody who don't know, Extra Life is all about um, is all about making uh, donating and mon- kid the money goes to kids in the Children's Miracle. Uh, hospitals. Uh, we were playing for a hospital close to me, Helen DeVos in Grand Rapids, Michigan, because I'm a Michiganian. Um, and so we raised our goal of $800. I should have had this closer, but uh, Nintendo Dads altogether smashed their goal of $4,000 because we were on the Nintendo Dads team and made like $4,800 ish dollars, something four, right around there. So that's four, awesome. Four, four,
1: four thousand nine hundred. There you go. There you thank that, you. That figure. Should hopefully increase. I'm currently waiting for an email back from uh, my work. They they used to do a, a program where if you like make a set amount of money, they either used to match it, or I think now they put a match it up to a maximum of two hundred and fifty pounds. Awesome. So that's like roughly three hundred and eighteen dollars, something like that. That would be so. That hopefully, low. our that figure should go up to above the five thousand dollar mark. Fingers crossed! Nice. I'm currently nice. waiting. So that would be amazing. Oh,
0: by the way, Hembone Johnny, thank you for subscribing at tier one. Um, we were we were going to put this <gasps> at the bottom Officially of our first subscriber. That's right. Um, we we're going to yeah. put this at the bottom of our of our top stories. But uh, Sean, why, why don't you take it away? Our exciting news of
1: uh, Twitch right now. So we started the Game Pass news podcast in June this year. Um, It grew arms and legs very quickly, thanks to probably having a a previous following with Dad Crossing, and obviously the people on the Nintendo Dads' Discord. But as of Monday, was it Monday or Tuesday? Tuesday, as of Tuesday this week, um, the the 8th of November, Game Pass News is now an affiliate of Twitch. We yeah. hit our affiliate mm-hmm. goal, so we had over a hundred followers. Hundred followers. We had an average of three viewers. We streamed so many hours and so many days, and yep. So we now have a tier, a subscriber tier system. Uh, we've got channel points. Yeah, um, we we got a bunch have, of stuff in the in the works. <laughs> yeah, we've got, there's stuff we have got to figure because there's going to be all kinds of stuff. I think there's emojis that we need to figure out for ourselves and. Yeah, it, it got real. Awesome. It kind of like we it got dropped on us, and then when we opened it, it was like opening Pandora's box, and we were both like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, what did we just <laughs> do? <laughs> we need to look
0: at it. <laughs> what did we just do? We were just having fun. Uh, we kind of just <laughs> walked into this crap. Um, so, Seth, uh, let's let's actually chat some Xbox here. Sorry, guys, we uh, really kind of chatted about a bunch of stuff there. Um, so, why don't why don't you give us give us your Xbox history a little bit about kind of where. What 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 you where you've gone and what your Xbox journey has been. Sure. Yeah. So um, for me, I was a huge,
2: huge fan of the original Xbox. And as we're sitting here recording, we're just a few days away from the 20th anniversary of the original Xbox, which is bonkers.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, I yeah, I, I remember getting that uh, Christmas um, back in 2001. And um, I just I love 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 the original xbox um fantastic system especially back then um i i love how it, it was essentially the dreamcast 2 and um i uh, i i just i loved it for that um a lot of weird games on there a lot of great you know triple a games on there really like powerful xbox live was huge loved it um and then coming into 360 you know i was into 360 and and i liked it um it was definitely my like preferred platform, uh, for that generation. Like I, I played most of my games on there. I got big into achievements. My gamer score is like <laughs> still stupid. Um, I think I have like 120,000 gamer score or something like nice. that. Um, just cause I, I was so huge into achievements in that era. Um, and then, uh, coming into Xbox one, they sort of lost me a little bit. I, kind of you know we were talking uh, off recording a little bit the, the messaging was a little bit mixed and, and i wasn't huge into xbox one and so when the xbox series came around this generation i was sort of checked out a little bit i mean i i'm a big nintendo guy and the switch is my only like current console i don't have a ps5 i don't have an xbox series and um but i do have game pass because it is the best deal in gaming um it just is and it's nice that I can play a lot of that stuff on my PC, and um, I, I think that Xbox does a lot of really cool consumer-friendly things to the point where if I do wind up getting an next-gen system soon, it will be an Xbox Series X. Um, they, they've they've got my interest. If they've been mm-hmm. honestly, all they would really have to do is just make me, uh, able to play Jet Set Radio
0: future on there. And they would sell <laughs> me an Xbox right there. That's just, all they would need to do. Just that quick. But, wasn't that, wasn't that, weren't they chatting about that in the Sega partnership? Sean, wasn't that one of the games yes, that was uh, chatting
1: about Jet Set Radio is, is rumored to be one of the things that they're working on. Yeah. With the, with the Sega the partnership.
0: partnership. So, so yeah, you, you might, he's, he's holding it up right now. He's got it. <laughs> um, I love it. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. So you might you so might get it. Abysalyn is asking in the chat because because you're a, a fan of the original Xbox. I mean, I have the crystal one, so I had the one that you could see through it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that? yeah. That's cool. One. Um, have you seen on the Xbox's YouTube channel the Gen Zs react to the original Xbox video? No. Oh, so so basically they, they they put these the Gen Zs. So like I don't know, I, I don't know what age bracket classes the Gen Zoomers. Z right yeah um they put them in a two like a, a post 2000 bedroom so you've got the fat back mini like 13 inch tv with a DVD with That's a DCI sick. at the bottom and stuff like that and and there's an xbox classic sat there the original xbox with the controller and all the cables and like the, the video is all in parts of them like having to set it up and they're all sat there with like the old red yellow and white cables like what, <laughs> oh what is, my gosh. what even is this yeah, it's a really good it's a really good video to watch cuz like they it goes like for the setting it up and then they've got um they've got zoomers and then there's boomers watching so there's like our guys our age kind of watching them set everything up and kind That's of That's like, brilliant. It's a really nice video. It's a good homage to the fact that like 20 years of Xbox.
0: That is pretty
1: oh, fantastic. I love it, man. I'm going to have to check that out. I love
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um I think did they which controller did they give them? I didn't. I didn't pay attention. Was uh, it the, the original? Was well, it the Duke or the whatever? Duke. Yeah, the, gotta Duke. Be the Duke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's good. A yeah, monster. Yeah. I couldn't imagine seeing that controller now. I'm sure they were like, "What am I supposed to do with this?" They probably <laughs> thought that was the console. <laughs> it had to be close <laughs> to the size of a Wii. <laughs> <laughs> it's huge, man. It's massive. <laughs> it really, it really is um so uh today is, not today um i think it was earlier uh, earlier this week is uh xbox sx anniversary one year it's been around for it doesn't feel like it's been around for one year i'm not gonna lie not
1: not uh... that's probably because it took most people half a year to get hold of one <laughs> right yeah <laughs> right. yeah so, and people are still struggling now so i mean um i was literally talking to somebody at work the other day and he was asking he was asking about the the nintendo switch he knows i've got one of the new ones he was asking like is it any good is it worth like buying a new the new one over buying a new og and i was like talking through that and it was like oh yeah we went into game she's like our oh, local retailer and the guy behind the desk was like you, you've just do not whatever you do do not promise your kids that they're gonna have a ps5 or an xbox for christmas yeah it's not gonna happen
0: yeah it's it's um, a it's a bummer i mean Man, it's only compounded right before it was just the chip shortage now it's the chip shortage and the shipping like even if you can make a bunch it's probably in a container somewhere on a ship trying to get to wherever you're trying to get to so uh, yeah there's a there's a bunch of reasons it seems like now and it's it's unfortunate um, I got lucky I I mean I really did I was at work uh, waiting for my waiting for Walmart to open up online thinking that I would get one and that was laughable like I <laughs> I, I had my card in there. I mean I ordered it in like 45 seconds. I was all there and it too slow it was gone yeah too slow 45 <laughs> seconds like I mean it was too ridiculous. slow. So I called GameStop and they were like, ah uh, yeah, we have two and they were like, but I can't I can't pre-order them over the phone so you have to come here and that was 20 minutes away and I was like, no, it's not gonna happen but I was like, I'm desperate enough that I'll try and so I hopped in the car and drove and by the time I got there there was one left. And, uh, I was able to pre-order it and it actually got to me on time. So, uh, so yeah, I've had it since, since it, since it was, you know, since the beginning. Um, really, really for me, because most people know I have a similar story to Seth where like I, I dropped off at the one on the Xbox one. So all, you know, there were a lot of legitimate, I'll say complaints that really, is one of the first real big exclusives, quite frankly. I mean, we, it almost took a year for right. us to get our real first exclusive. But for me, it was just a, it was a, it was a legitimate complaint that didn't, uh, that didn't, uh, uh, that it wasn't something that I had to deal with because it was like, well, I, I didn't play any of these games on the one. So, I mean, Sean had to deal with me being like, Oh my gosh, have you played this? And Sean so be like, Yeah, I played that like four years ago. It was really good. I already beat it. And I'm, like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Well, I haven't. This is fantastic. So That's uh, me, man. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been it's been a it's been a ton of fun. It's been a great ride and I mean, out of like our our mutual love came this thing. And so yeah, Xbox X S and X. Great. Um, I think it'll be a great console uh for, for quite a few years and probably uh for Xbox it seems like it's really rocking it out of the rocking it out of the house for them for their metrics
1: right now. So Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean I haven't played as many variants of games in a long time. Yeah, that yeah. Because of Game Pass. And yeah. this doing this.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this really does make a game sampler, and I'm really okay with that. Like, you know, every once in a while you find that game where you're like, like Psychonauts. I refuse to delete that from my, (laughs) like, I shuffle games on my hard drive all the time. But I refuse to delete that game because it deserves to be finished. And I haven't got there yet, but I will get there. Like, that's just a game that deserves to be finished. Um, And then Grounded. I would have never played Grounded if it wasn't for this. Like, it just would have never happened. And so... So, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff like that.
2: And it's it's funny, too, because, like, that's the thing, guys. I say this all the time. I think I was talking about this on Nintendo Dads or something. But, like, there's nothing wrong with being a game sampler. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's it's video games, y'all. Like yep. it's just video games. Like we're here to have fun, and if something's not grabbing me immediately, regardless of the fact that we're all content creators and we feel like this weird, strange obligation to like finish all these games and blah 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 to make content about it, like regardless of any of that, we are ultimately here to play video games and have fun. So if if I'm jumping into a game and I'm doing the game sampler thing, then so be it. You know, who cares. Yep. It's video games.
1: I have, I have a, <laughs> you know? an absolutely horrific trait of playing a game all the way to the last boss or like the last something and then i don't ever play it again like (laughs) luigi's mansion i got all the way to the last boss stopped stopped didn't play it you don't want to (laughs) attend skyward sword (laughs) i got all the way to the last boss battle stopped i haven't got the game anymore (laughs) so oh man
0: do you yeah do you do that for the reason seth said or because you just get tired of it or what do you what do you think um
1: I kind of—it's one of—I I get this horrible—I get—and it's, which game was it that kind of did it? It, was, it must have been, it must have been Fallout Four. Like, because I put a lot of time into Fallout Four. I really enjoyed the game. Played it in so many different ways. And when I beat it for the last time in that last story kind of branch that you could be in, I kind of sat there for it and was like, "What do I do now?" Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. You know that whole meme where there's that guy, the Indian-looking guy that's kind of like just stood there staring into space. That that was me for <laughs> weeks. I was like, <sighs> "What do I do? Don't know what to do with myself." Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so I always have this. If I get to, especially like with Skyward Sword, because I loved the, I, I love Zelda games, and I'd never played that one to to the end, and it's kind of like, it's the only one I've never played to the end, and I know it's going to be a while before we get Breath of the Wild, so it's kind of like. I've parked it and gone, I will go back to it before Breath of the Wild 2 comes out and I will tackle it. So, sure. a, I do a lot of that. Yeah. Metroid, Metroid Dread is the only game that I've played from start to finish and finished. And I waited 14 years for that game to come out. So. You mean this year? Is that what you're saying? Or what? Or the only uh, no, game ever? ever or... I have I, okay, I was like, what, what's the, what's the qualifier? I've never <laughs> beat the game. I've never beat a game. Metroid <laughs> Dread was the first one. <laughs> You, yeah, literally, the, it's the last one for a long time. I think the last game I beat before that was Mario Odyssey. Wow, that's that's amazing. Yeah, Man. wow. I mean,
0: um, well, you kind of beat Animal Crossing. Not that you ever really beat Animal Crossing, but I mean, you, you, there,
1: know. you can't beat mm. Animal Crossing. It just never ends. <laughs> it beats you. <laughs> <laughs> it beat it us. a mission. <laughs> um, yeah, I so.
0: Um, where is it? what well, I had a thought and then it just left my brain. So I don't know what I was going to say. Um, we have, so happy birthday, Xbox SNX. Um, we have a whole bunch of little, uh, little stories, uh, for, for you guys. Nothing major this, this week really. Um, but, uh, Phil Spencer is out making not waves, but, uh, kind of, Showing, he's really good at these interviews where he does, where he kind of lets people just get a glimpse of what maybe the company's thinking. Like he doesn't spill any real beans or like make huge waves, but he's just like, hey, you know, uh, Xbox is really thinking more about casual and social and games like that, and uh, you know, we're we're looking at content that that might be lame, aimed less at the hardcore and more at casual gaming. And I mean, it's just it's those little things where you're like, well, wait. Do you guys know what content you do? I mean, that's a, that seems like a pretty huge statement. I mean, it doesn't mean they're not right. going to do any hardcore games, but, like, for the for the head of the company to be like, yeah, we're looking more in the social casual section now. And I was just like, well, what is that? And actually, the first thing I said literally out loud when I read that was like, well, give me another Viva Piñata. That's, like, one of my favorite games. That's, like, totally right yeah, there. Yeah, man. So oh, that'd be awesome. See, uh,
1: if they give Viva Piñata, like, a... More of an open world play with friends kind of like and almost like animal crossing esque so you you could control an avatar that walks around the garden mm-hmm. you could interact more with the the animals in yeah I did I'd be lost you'd, <laughs> I'd like literally you'd literally have to wake me up to do the podcast because I enjoy <laughs> I really enjoyed Viva I did Pinyar. too I, yeah. I loved it so if they could give it a more open world larger scale more interactive like more ways to interact Mm -hmm.
0: yeah i remember it feeling very small even at the time it did the garden just was like i was like i wanted a lot more space than what i had i had to like to get to like get the the animals to come that i wanted to I'd, i'd have to like delete stuff i had done or like you know demolish it and then rebuild something and then build something else to get like an animal that i needed or something or something like that. So, yeah, that's a, that's a casual game they have in their pocket that they they really just need to like break that out and and make something like that. Any other casual games you would like to see uh Microsoft get into since they're apparently looking at it?
2: Yeah, it's it's really weird because something like Viva Piñata would really tap into tap into that and really just letting rare kind of like do that kind of stuff again. Mm-hmm. Um, rare has sort of been the Sea of Thieves team yeah. for a while, and I mean, heck, when when they bought them, you know, Rare has been part of the Xbox family for quite some time now. And when they bought Rare, they just had them working on the Xbox 360 avatars, like mm-hmm. that's what Rare was doing. This is crazy, and I, I'm like, this is Rare. This is one of the most storied developers in video game history. And you've got these guys working on Xbox avatars, you know, it's nuts. Um, and then they had them doing, um, they did, you know, banter kazooie Nuts and Bolts, which I like more than most people. But then, you know, something like Viva Pinata is a really, like, unique thing, very experimental. I think Rare is really good at being experimental. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it works. I would love it if they let them loose on even a completely new IP. Like, I'm looking forward to, I, I think they really kind of, um, if you'll pardon the pun, I think they really did kind of turn the ship around with Sea of Thieves. And <laughs> yeah. um, and I, I'm looking forward to Everwild, which is their next thing. Mm-hmm. But it would be really cool to see Rare tackle something like Viva Pinata or a new casual IP again, because I think that that is a, just a legendary studio oh.
0: that needs to be doing more stuff. Um, that would make me happy. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. being an Animal Crossing guy, I mean, I really feel like, not that you wanted to tap to be a clone of it, but it would tap right. into that to that like community of people that like that kind of deal. I think um, that currently, I don't know that they really have a game other than like maybe a creative mode in Microsoft in in Minecraft or something Minecraft, like that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, what do you think, Sean?
1: Yeah, um, Xbox seemed to handle the like the sandbox style games really well in the past. So and even so much now for PC players that have got Java and the Bedrock editions of Minecraft, there there is so much they can do with the system. And the fact that Viva Piñata was one of the original Xbox 360 games that Rare worked on them with. And that system was limited in its capacity capacity of stuff that it could could do, even though it was huge at the time. Um, On the next-gen consoles like the Series X and the Series S, they could really make something huge like, and well, I, I say animal crossing huge, but animal crossing, you are still limited to a very small Island as, but you can do a lot on the Island. There's lots of, well, we, we talk about it every, we talked about it every other week for a year and a bit, really. Mm-hmm, there is mm-hmm. so much you can do on the Island and so much variation for each player individually. And, if they did something very similar to that with Viva Piñata, not so much a, a complete cop, a carbon copy because you don't want that, but if you could divide an island or an area up into different segments and have different animals in different areas and and stuff like that, they could do a lot with it. And if they spent a bit of time thinking about it and and developing it, it could be one of those games that kind of brings... The Animal Crossing community to the Xbox. Mm -hmm. Um, It'd be a really good opportunity if they did it right. It would do. It it would do very well. And as as Bobby used to say, because we keep referencing Animal Crossing, it it would make like absolutely gangbusters. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Seth, I actually had
0: forgotten about Everwild, so that's what I was doing. I was just looking it up. And I did not realize that it uh Polygon said in July that uh they had decided that they had decided to reboot that game completely in a in a new creative direction. So it is multiple years away, Rare says at oh this gosh. point. So so um, yeah, yeah, that's that's a real bummer. I because I was like, wait, that should be out next year, shouldn't it? And yeah, so yeah. yeah. Cause that was it's an so Xbox weird. showcase game. I think I'm right. pretty sure
2: it was Yeah, I, either that, or maybe it was at E3 a year or two ago or something yeah. like that. Yeah. But it um, it, it's weird. I feel like there are, there are like an infinite number of Xbox games just in limbo right <laughs> yes. now. Like yes. we like, so like they've got so much going on, but all of it is like in limbo. Like we have fable and perfect dark on the horizon. And then we have Xbox bought like what? 20 plus studios. Mm-hmm. And they're all working on stuff. And of course, now they've got Bethesda in the mix and they've got Obsidian in the mix and stuff like there's stuff coming, but it's all sort of in limbo, you know, and, and like you mentioned earlier, up until now with stuff like Forza and Halo Infinite, which are massive games, obviously, um, we haven't really in this generation gotten any, uh, any huge first party software output from Microsoft, which has been kind of strange to see, and the same can be said for Sony, certainly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it's been kind of weird
0: and interesting to see. Yeah, it. Uh, I, I'm. You know, the funny thing is the what IGN. This will be IGN's second ten Forza, uh, and then Deathloop was their first one. Which, well, it's just. I mean, Sean and I could not get enough laughter about the fact that it was made by a Microsoft studio and right. it was on a PlayStation. So, I mean, um, yeah, it just seems like. Maybe they started to look towards this the their game development for the next generation a little late, like and right. maybe maybe a lot late because we're a year in. So I think maybe we're more than a little late at this point. Um, and yeah, they just couldn't they just couldn't hit those dates. I mean, I've given them a lot of flack from the Xbox showcase to say, hey, you know. You're gonna you're gonna have this you're gonna have this uh, awesome Halo game in like four months, and then now we're we're more than a year out. I mean, come on. There's right. somebody that knew somebody that knew on that Xbox showcase that that was not going to hit that date, but they were like, "Listen, we're just gonna throw it out there, and then mea culpa it later because we're not sure, gonna say, sure. yeah, we have an awesome console coming out and nothing new to play on it." They weren't gonna do that in the showcase, so
2: yeah. But but you know what's you know what's interesting though is like, and, and I'm gonna. Um, we, we had uh Sean Capri from the Xbox Drive on all in recently, and he made a really good point, I thought, when we talked to him, and I'm just gonna repeat it here. Um, because when you look at this holiday, right, in terms of software, Xbox has probably got with Forza and Halo the strongest first part uh first-party software offering. Like Sony is not putting out really anything for first party this holiday. And Nintendo is kind of already spent. I mean, Metroid was huge. We've got Shimigami Tensei V coming out and Pokemon coming out, but SMT is kind of niche and Pokemon's mm-hmm. just a remake. Like Microsoft is putting out a brand new Halo game and Forza, which is like, you know, like you said, I so well-reviewed and everybody loves it. Biggest launch ever and all of this. Mm-hmm. So, but yet they don't seem to have, for whatever reason, Xbox doesn't seem to have like in the fan base, the people who are raw, raw championing that, you know, Nintendo does like Nintendo. Everybody's like, oh, awesome. They're bringing out old Pokemon games again, (laughs) you know, and and PlayStation, you know, it's like, oh, awesome, like Horizon and this and that. But Xbox doesn't seem to have the vocal like like the amount of people just saying, like, how Mm. great is this that we have Halo and Forza this holiday and nobody else is putting out any major heavy hitter first party software. And they are. Yeah, so.
0: yeah that, that's a great point, actually. I hadn't thought of that. Something was supposed to hit with Nintendo that didn't hit. I guarantee you that, because this, is a, oh, this sure. is a really weak holiday. I don't know if it's Pokemon, it or if it was supposed to be Breath of the Wild. I, I don't know, man. Something was supposed to be there that wasn't there. Nick, it was supposed to be Donkey Kong. That's, <laughs> that's what, what Justin thinks. Be. That's what Justin I, thinks.
2: Justin yeah. and I are on the exact same page on that, and, and we've talked about that. <laughs> it, it is... It was 100% supposed to be Donkey Kong. I firmly believe that. that that's going to be a thing early next year where we just wake up on Twitter one day and it's just going to be a Donkey Kong game is announced or it's mm. going to be part of like a, you know, like an early uh, 2022 uh,
0: direct or something like that. I 100% think that Donkey Kong is a thing. You guys are in so. good company. I mean, I just finished listening to NVC, and Pear says the same thing, that there's a Donkey Kong game. I mean, not not that he's heard rumors or anything, but he just you know, reading the tea lives believes that there's that donkey Kong game coming in next year. Um, 1000%, which there is the donkey Kong in the Mario movie, right? I mean, something has to drop with that Mario movie. Come on now. You're not going to drop that movie without something coming out, a video oh, game coming out with it. Look,
2: look, don't As don't get has. me on the donkey Kong tangent, but it's, <laughs> it's for sure. They've got the movie coming out. They've got the Super Nintendo World expansion coming out. You don't do that for a series that has not had a new game in like almost 8 years. Yeah. yeah you just no, don't fair. do that.
0: It's fair. You know. Cuz I really <laughs> thought a new Mario was coming out, but then when I when sure. I but it could be a Donkey Kong too cuz you know DK's in that. So So yeah, but speaking of, we were just speak, we were just speaking of Fable. Um, Playground Studios said that Fable has already been in development for at least Four years. This isn't uh, this isn't wow. shocking, but uh, it does mean that maybe because we've heard rumors that well, you know, it could be three or four years out. Now, not that there aren't games that are in development for seven to eight years. Hopefully, but hopefully that won't be hopefully that won't be this one. But we haven't heard a single peep about it, which tells me that we're probably not seeing it in twenty twenty two. Was probably so a twenty twenty three game, I would imagine. Which makes me a little sad. I'm not gonna lie, but
1: um, it's one I of my faves. want to do like. Unless like, March time they kind of do a big drop and say ah, here we go think some are exclusive they could I'm
0: trying to you know I'm still trying to learn Xbox seems to be all over and not that not that Nintendo isn't too but I'm still trying to learn Xbox's MO on how they how they announce and release
1: games the, in, in my experience mm. we've tried to follow rumors for games and then those rumors becoming fruition there is no pattern. And I think that's what Xbox do really well is they kind of like, look, we're working on this game, it's you know, it's going in the background, we've let you know about it. And then they can be like, okay, three weeks later, look, this game's gonna drop in four weeks time. Yeah, we thought to- mm-hmm. we've only just told you about it like a month ago and now you're gonna be able to have it in a month. So there you go. Enjoy it. And that kind of like they blow up and then they do completely the opposite where yeah, the show was like fable. Yeah, hey, we're going to work on this game for a while. And then four years later, it's like, we're still waiting on this game? And they're like, yeah, well, we're not going to tell you anything else about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just hang on. I think Xbox also likes to play the game of
0: like, and it's not a game, but it's more, I mean, Nintendo fans ask for this. Um, <laughs> they like to, but maybe Xbox needs to more explicitly say it. Like in the Xbox showcase when they show Fable, you know, to be like, hey, we haven't forgot about this. You're going to have a new one. But we don't, you know, what they don't tell you is, you're probably going to be waiting a little bit. That's what I that's what I've seen. When you get those teasers, that usually means we just want you to know that we're working on it. <laughs> you know, yeah, it doesn't yeah. mean it's anytime soon. Uh it's so it's such a uh
2: the, the whole like release announcement thing is is such a uh it's a lose-lose situation yeah, it because is. um if they if they were to just come back every E3 and trot it out and be like, eh, we're still working on it. Like, <laughs> that's not going to make anybody happy. Nope. You know what I mean? No. Nope, nope. So um, but then at the same time, you, you see, I think back to when EA was working on Mass Effect Andromeda and every year they're like, here's a little bit of concept art. And here's like some behind the scenes stuff or whatever. And everybody was like, just show me the freaking game, man. Like, I'm just ready for the game um so people aren't happy with anything and i think that announcing something like fable or perfect arc is like a it's like a goodwill move it's like a hey we're we're still working on the things that you care about Mm -hmm. but they announce it way early the 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 good thing that microsoft does is they now have got all of this like stranglehold on third parties like so smart of them to do something like purchase a double fine Um, And have something like psychonauts Two come out this year, which has been massive for them. And, um, and then to turn around also and have Bethesda in the back pocket to where now you're going to have Starfield next year almost Mm -hmm. forgot the name. Uh, You're going to have that next year that's gonna be massive, you know, that's a Mm -hmm. Bethesda game that is going to be on game pass, you know, like Xbox exclusive like that's that's going to be huge. That's so smart. They don't have to worry
0: too much about first-party software being ready because everything else is. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's – that's and, you know, Seth, it's funny. I just looked this up because I was going to say um, uh, the way the way Bethesda did Starfield to just, like, say this is when it was going to hit. And I thought it was 11-11-2022, and so it is. So if Starfield yeah. hits their date, we are literally a year away from Starfield. We today. Are. So we'll see if Starfield can, can knock it out of the park. If they can, kudos to them to give you a release date that far in advance and actually and actually hit it on a, on a huge AAA game. That, that is, that's something that doesn't happen very often, but we'll see if they can actually make it happen. So,
2: Yeah, I'm a little disenfranchised with Bethesda, to be honest with you, but, um, when I mean, that game's going to be massive. Regardless yeah. of the quality of it, that game's going to be massive. Yeah, for, so for what reason? <laughs> I, to be honest with you, I, what it was for me, because I love the old Elder Scrolls games, I love the Fallout games. Mm -hmm. um, But every time I play a new one, I'm like, why is this? It's always like buggy and Mm -hmm. unpolished. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this, at a certain point, for for many years, we were kind of letting Bethesda get away with that because, oh, their games are so big and so detailed and they're unlike anything else. But that's not really the case anymore like now you have things like the witcher and things like even something like dying light, which is a game that is just as big and detailed and has like side quests and like a whole parkour mechanic and stuff. And it's not a buggy mess at launch, Mm -hmm. you know? So at a certain point I was just sort of like at a certain point, this can't be okay anymore. We can't keep giving them a free pass on this stuff Mm -hmm. because, Oh, they're like, these are hundreds of people working on these games for five, six, seven years. I mean, I mean, at a certain point, you just ha- there. There has to be a line in the sand where you have to kind of vote with your wallet and be like, "Man, yeah. like I, I can't, you know, I can't support this if you guys aren't going to release a polished product,
1: you know." Not so really. I,
2: I became a little disenfranchised with them.
1: Sure, sure, sure yeah, no, yeah, no and I completely agree, and I absolutely love the fact that you mentioned Dying Light as a, a non-buggy yeah. kind of game from day one because that game is huge. Yes it still plays really really we go back like i've gone back and i've gone for it a couple of times and still plays really well now i go back to elder scrolls and i think to myself why did i waste so long playing this game when you know the you, you certain things load up and you get stuck in the graphics this often and right and that the i still have a bad taste in my mouth for the whole like you can pick up an item before you Accept the side quest, and then you can't complete the side quest because you already have the item. And you can't pick it up again. So right,
2: yeah, it's not okay anymore. They before they didn't have before they didn't have competition, and now they do.
0: Mm-hmm. You know
2: now now there are people that are, that are like we can do this better.
0: Yeah, you know, and so they they have to step it up. So I, I hope they do with Starfield. I really hope they do. You know, you can even go a step further than that. Um, one of the first games, as I don't was one of the first, but it was it was close. Sean can tell you um sean said uh, i said i've never played a fallout game i want to try one he said play fallout 4 (laughs) that's the game to play and i said cool i'll play fallout um i was i mean i was like constantly dming sean while i was like in the intro i'm like this game is fun this is great i was like you can collect all this stuff i was like there's base building like i was just getting more and more hyped and then i came across what what is cog what is what is the robot yeah you got
1: stuck with cosworth cosworth yeah
0: and I just couldn't, yeah, th- I literally couldn't, I, I, de- I would have had to delete my save and start all over, and then they still said, well, there's like a kernel, so they find a lot of times that that doesn't actually solve it, that you literally have to like delete the save and the game, end it, and I was like, no, I was like, there's all kinds of other games can play." so not only are they not releasing a polished uh, product, sometimes they're not even worrying, I mean, there's there's thread after thread on the internet of this bug that they had years to patch out after, after right. release, and they never... They never did. So, so yeah, they're they're comfortable just releasing Skyrim over and over again. You know what (laughs) I mean? They're, they're very like,
2: like people give them such a free pass because we, we love like Fallout and we love Mm. the Elder Scrolls worlds and stuff like this. But at a certain point, I just had to like kind of step back and and see the forest from the trees and be like, this isn't okay anymore. Like we, we, we at a certain point have to acknowledge that this is not okay. We have to demand better. You know, mm-hmm. so that that was kind of where I'm at with them. And I look, I, I will come into Starfield with an open mind. And, and I hope that after all this time that it releases and in competition, I think always ends up breeding excellence. I think competition sure. is a good thing, you know? So when you see a game like the Witcher or, or dying light or something like that, it's like, you know, this is a smaller by many times than Bethesda. And they've managed to release a game that's just as big, just as detailed. And it isn't a
1: buggy mess. <laughs> My yeah. my only worry with Starfield is it comes out and it ends up being like the next No Man's Sky, right? Right. That right. you move from one place to another, repeat in the same process all over again. It yeah. Just it. Yeah, that'd be like Bethesda. Look, the guys over at No Man's Sky did this wrong, and then spent twelve months to repair fixing
0: that.
2: it. Yeah. Don't
1: go do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do something else. <laughs> to be honest, though, that's a game I want to play. People keep, in podcasts that I listen to, keep talking about this game, about how amazing it is now. You know, and they always admit, you know, it wasn't amazing to begin with, but they say it's it's absolutely great now. I, I really do and don't know that I'll have time because there's always the next game to play, right? The, but uh, it, the, the, people when, give it when praise no now. Sky,
1: when, when No Man's Sky came out, I was I was big on the Xbox One, and a guy that I worked with, um, called Nigel was big on the PlayStation Four, and he got No Man's Sky before me because it came out before Xbox and so on. And, so on. Mm-hmm. and like he said, "Oh yeah, it's great." Like the first week, he played, like, "Oh yeah, this is amazing." You know, it's, you fly through space, land on this planet. You got to get this, you got to get that. You got to like fight monsters. And then like two or three weeks later, I kind of said, "Oh, you still playing No Man's Sky?" And he goes, "No, I got I got absolutely sick of fighting the same penis shaped monsters on a completely different planet. I I I got rid of the game." I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: You know, can, can I be honest with you guys? This is, I don't know that I've ever said this on any podcast ever. Um, this is my No Man's Sky hot take. Um, I'm the opposite. I actually liked the original release and got a little bit turned off when they started updating it. Um,
0: <laughs> That's interesting.
2: My, Yeah, its I, I feel like I'm the only person on the planet that feels this way. But my, my wife and I got that game on PS4 when it first came out. And we spent like 50 hours in it within the first couple of weeks. Like we just were playing it constantly. Like I really liked the freedom and the openness of it. And it was just this kind of like weird, unique game that, that we really got into and sure we fell off of it, but I mean, like we still ended up putting like 80 hours in that game. We platinumed it. Have you saw Seth loves penis shaped monsters. <laughs> okay, you know, Hey, I I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fight you on that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it it was, it was just kind of like a weird freeing, like kind of experience and we loved it. And then as they started updating it, we jumped back in and it was kind of overwhelming. Like it was a little bit like, yeah, there's kind of too much. So I'm, I'm in the
0: opposite camp weirdly, but I know that I'm in, I know I'm in the vast minority with that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I can see that though. There are other games. And I mean, you know, just to go back to something we all can relate to, um, animal crossing is the same way. Like now, if you jump into animal crossing, sure that, I mean I would feel buried. I mean after all of these updates and then this new DLC, I mean yeah, there's 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 a whole bunch of stuff in there. And I think but I think it's that way with all kinds of things. Mobile games are really good and bad at this, right? Right. Like you start out and you're like, "Oh yeah, this is great." And then you drop off for a year, you come back and you're like, what the hell have they done to this game? There's like this feature and that feature. And now there's just like all this new stuff. And you're just like, ah, no, I'm out. I'm done with this. Like they just keep expanding and expanding to keep the crowd there. So, yeah um real quick moving on this is i this is for anybody who cares which might just be me i don't know rune factory 4 makes its way to the xbox this is a brand this is brand new for xbox the first rune factory 4 game which maybe fingers crossed means we will get rune factory 5 when it comes out with xc that's supposed to be coming out pretty soon so um and so rune factory 4 is coming out uh, the special edition in this december on Xbox. I don't think it's a Game Pass game. I don't believe that, so just just mm. to clarify that, I don't think it's a Game Pass game. At least it might be, but I that's not the way the article read at the moment. That hasn't been released. Sometimes they they make a big deal of a game and then and then like a few weeks to a month before they although we're already a month before, um they they'll throw out that it's Game Pass. But at the moment I don't think that is, but I love Rune Factory. Um really enjoyed their games. It's a farming cave fight uh fighting monsters and dungeons kind of thing you you come you it like it like mashes all the fun things that i like about video games into one and the story's a little wonky and maybe doesn't make entire sense but that's okay it's still fun um so there's that um xbox spotlight uh let's Sean, let's chat about the games, and Seth, let's chat about the games we have been playing. Seth, have you been playing anything on your X, on your on your Game Pass subscription lately?
2: Not lately, although I will say I think that didn't Kotor: Knights of the Old Republic that came out on Xbox also. Yes, didn't yep. it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I can shout that out at least. Um, yeah, so that just came out today. At the time we we're recording this. And I, I love that game so much. And I was I was playing the Switch version on stream so I can I, I would assume that the Xbox version is also a very competent port. And um, I, I quite enjoy uh, some KOTOR. And it's just yeah, it's a competent port, nice and widescreen. Um, it's yeah, it just it controls really well. I mean, the, you know, the gameplay is mm-hmm. a little bit dated. The game's, mm-hmm. like, 17 years old or some such crap like that. It, it's yeah. it's old. Yeah. So, I mean, it plays like an old BioWare game. Sure. But it's sure. still... It, that, that's got to be among the greatest Star Wars stories ever told. So,
0: yeah.
2: um, highly recommend did we, that. It, did we
1: just say that Knights of the Republic is on Game Pass? No, I think it's on Xbox. I don't X- think it's on Xbox. Game Pass. No, it's on X- I think Xbox. It's on Xbox, yeah. but it's on Game Pass. Okay. Yeah. Not it's on, on Game Pass. Yeah. I yeah. thought while you were streaming it earlier, I checked that. And I was like, is it on Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah.
2: Sean popped into to the stream and, and, uh, and fact-checked that. So, yeah, it is on Xbox, but not on Game Pass. Um, okay. Another game, an indie game. So I, I love indie games. We cover indie games all the time on mm-hmm. All In. And one that we're covering this week on the show is also, I believe, on Xbox. It's called Unpacking. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we were talking about that last week. I, yep. Yeah, I really, really like that game a lot um we uh we we really are big fans of unpacking and um i i played through that twice and my wife oh. played through it once <laughs> uh yeah i i just really i, I, liked I got it. to
1: the i got to the level after the dorm where you get to the house yeah and I yeah. like looked at how big the house was mm-hmm. and i was like it's huge mm, yeah I'm, I'm 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 out now <laughs> i was i was really zen until there was lots more rooms i was like this is too stressful this is like actual moving sorry yes (laughs) no
2: yes that's an interesting thing because um my co-host on all in eric he he's the same way he's like i can't play this game for too Mm -hmm. long it stresses me out and i'm the exact opposite i find the game very relaxing and like strangely life-affirming like it has like some weird like emotional moments in it i i
1: really like that game a lot uh, yeah, I liked, I liked the whole memory making thing and having to take the pictures and like the scrapbooking side of things. I I enjoyed that. Yeah. But as soon as there were too many rooms, I was like, I've moved house too many times <laughs> That's how game is. where I'm moving somebody house. No, <laughs> yeah. I,
0: yeah. Yeah. I could not agree with Sean more. I, I am interested though. Um, so after you do a house, like what, does it get bigger? Like what's the next thing? Is it, or is it just, more of the same like does it get bigger than the house because the house I was with Sean I was like no nah, I'm done um, yeah so so
2: what's interesting is there there are a couple of scenarios where yeah you'll be because you're you're going through this character's life and you start off in 1997 sure. in her childhood room you end up going to college and you're in like a college dorm and then you wind up in a house but then like I'm not to get like into spoilers or anything because I, I hope people listen to this and play the game but there are going to be moments where you have to downscale okay. um, just like, you know, we've all been there, right? we right, fall fallen right, hard right, times right. and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and there, there are levels that are like that. Um, there okay. are levels where it'll be a living situation where you're living with somebody else. And so mm-hmm. you can't move some of the items. Um, oh, and okay. then there are levels, especially getting towards the end of the game where you have to arrange your house uh, with, Multiple people's items in it. Okay. Um. So just speaking in vague terms, sure, but I mean, like the scale well of the chapters should... changes. Okay.
0: You did yeah. very well that to avoid. Man, your now bodies. I kind of want to do it because I will say that was the one thing I I said in the last in 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 our last cast was that I love the fact that like when I went from the from the bedroom to the dorm, like it was like oh that teddy bear is still with me, yes. you know. Yes. And I did really I did really appreciate that. And I guess I didn't think about that they would just keep playing out your life. And that does make me want to know the story now. But man, is that on xCloud? Does anybody know? That's on xCloud. I probably could play it. I just don't want to sit down here and unpack stuff.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's the thing. If you don't like the act of actually unpacking things... Then you know you're not going to like it. But,
0: I don't. But I don't mind you... it. I just don't want to do it down here. I, like if I can sit and yeah, watch TV yeah. and unpack stuff, I'm good. But uh, I don't want to unpack it down here. Anyways, well, I just I, was, I just totally zone out. I, yeah, I was I just zone the,
2: out uh,
1: the, um, looking for my phone and could not find it.
0: Okay, all right, um, cool. And so, uh, well, actually, there's another game that we all played, or that Sean and I played for Extra Life, that you absolutely love, uh, that I thought. I didn't even know about. Uh, so we'll jump to that before we hit Forza. It takes two. Um, yes. this is where Sean fought a squirrel on his underpants. Just so you know, um, man, when we started out, I was really like, I don't know, Sean, you know, this game looks a little weird and it's kind of wonky and the story's different and blah, blah, blah. But man, we got into the, the puzzles and then, and then you get vested into the story. And I mean, mm-hmm. I, I really want to play more with Sean uh, we'll have to try to figure out a time to do it, but, I mean, man,
1: that game blew me away. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It, it, it went from, this is just weird, and because from from the game out, you don't kind of get that deep, dark feeling, because it, it does deal with some very strong feelings. You've got oh yeah, your parents that are falling out, and mm-hmm. you've got a daughter that's very upset about that, and it's kind of like, it makes you think about how, as parents sometimes you do forget about what you say in front of the kids can how they can feel and stuff, and so you you get all that and so then she brings these dolls to life and it's like we said it was kind of gimmicky we were a bit like uh this is a bit like you know who does what and and when do we do it but then as we got into the challenges where we were having to work together and things like it it just yeah it, it drew me in and i really enjoyed it and I am very much looking forward to playing tomorrow and finishing it. That's a game that I could quite happily get to the end of. So,
2: there you go. It'll be the second game Sean finishes. This year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I love that game so much. You guys, it is probably, I, I cannot imagine another game coming out this year that I will be more impressed with than it takes to like that game. Absolutely floored me. I, I couldn't believe how smartly designed it was, how, how, they're constantly throwing new mechanics at the player. Like I compare the game to super Mario galaxy a lot. And when I do that, a lot of people are like what in the world are you talking about? Um, but it really does remind me of that because in Mario galaxy, it's like every single world, you're getting like some kind of new mechanic or gimmick or something like that. And they all work. It takes two is the exact same way. Like nothing feels half baked. Everything feels completely well done and well-considered and Like, again, like you guys were touching on, it tells an emotionally affecting story. There are moments in that game. I'm not going to spoil, I wouldn't dare spoil anything for you guys, but there's a moment in that game. My cousin and I played through that game. There is a moment in that game that is so horrific that uh, was like, we were just screaming. Like, we were just like, like yelling at our at our screen and i w- i watched Midsommar, the horror movie that same night mm-hmm. and nothing in that movie was as bad as what happened in it takes two wow
1: it was, okay
2: it was it horri- you, you guys will know exactly what i'm talking about when you get there um just like just such a wonderful like surprises at every corner great puzzles great cooperation teamwork that, that game is just wonderful like i really
1: encourage people to play that and you and you've got the mixture of Platform flying strategy yes uh, third third person shooters because we were obviously going through all the section where Nick was having to glob everything up with the goop right and right I was having to shoot it with a match to it, and like you say th- there isn't a level that's exactly the same as the last and there isn't no. you don't know what to expect next so it's great and I I'd like to try and play it with the wife in co- couch co op because I think right. that'd be an interesting side of things as well.
2: And it, like, it works so well, too, the way they do the split screen and stuff. And, like, it's just really brilliant. It's, like, a brilliant co-op experience. One of the best co-op games I think I've ever played. Like, Mm -hmm. so good. I I, I was so impressed by it. And and that feeling continues the entire way through. It's like a 12-hour game. And it never lets up. Nothing feels redundant. Nothing ever feels like this is lame. It just gets more impressive as the game goes on you'll start getting into areas that are like open, like almost like many open worlds in the game. Like it's, it is crazy how much imagination and creativity and like well done mechanics are in that game. I was absolutely floored by it.
0: Yeah, I think uh, so. Like one of my favorite type of like, I, I don't, I like watching a good drama series. Um, like, I don't know if anybody's watched a million little things or something like that. Um Mm. TV series that's just really good. It hits on a lot of deep, deep, uh, deep topics, but I love it because I love the series that that does this thing where you're like laughing, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, 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 shit, that was deep. Like you know, all of a sudden it takes this hard right, and you're not even ready for it. And that's what it takes two does. You know, you're just like all of a sudden you're, I don't know, you're fighting a squirrel on underpants, and then all of a sudden you're like. You're talking about, you know, this super watching this scene of this super like like emotional uh cutscene of, of life of like of what can happen. And so, yeah, those kind of things where they where they make you laugh and then basically cry. uh Yeah, I just really like that when it can be done well. And so, yeah, I was all in i'm i'm ready i was all so in good. there you go hey. also a good podcast <laughs> there you go i'll need
2: that royalty check in the <laughs> mail right. uh for that yeah.
0: <laughs> uh seth anything else you've been playing
2: uh, that's about it in terms of stuff that's on xbox i mean sure. like you know i plenty of stuff in the nintendo world of course mm-hmm. but we're here to talk about xbox y'all yep. keep yep. it xbox
1: uh,
0: gotcha <laughs> um Sean and I played Knockout City. I still love that game. It's the only multiplayer I, online game I'm good at. I mean, I'm not great, I but I can best at least game. hold my own.
1: I had the best games I've ever had in Knockout City during Extra Life. Like I got nice like, I got quadruple knockout. I got like quadruple like knockout frenzy. I was like, dude, that's the best I've ever played. I, for whatever reason I just clicked with it finally. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Great
0: game. Yeah, it really is. I uh, my son still loves it. Uh we don't play it as much as we used to. Uh, we, we kind of missed out on this season. We, man, we like, we did everything in the movie in the one where it was all about, uh, the superheroes. Um, but, uh, yeah, I still, I don't know. That game just is absolutely great. Uh, Sean and I played back, back for blood. I'm not much of a zombie guy. I will admit I was having audio issues in these, in these first few, like we played sea of mm. themes too. I can't even talk about sea of thieves y'all. Cause all I did was follow Sean around. Cause my audio was a good 15 seconds behind everything. Yeah. And so Sean was like, man, he was like, I know I could tell you were getting frustrated. Cause you're like, you have to go over here and pick up this key. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> and then like 15 seconds later, I'm like, Oh, the key. Okay.
1: <laughs> i was just trying to figure it out it was so rough um so we played back yeah, you, you, for anybody that watched us from the beginning of extra life towards the end you definitely watched us develop our be our our capabilities of yeah. streaming party chat and playing online and xbox all at the same time so we're, we're, we're both sorry and grateful for that so thank you an experiment yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it definitely was oh man that was um, man, that was rough in terms of back for blood for somebody who's played Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2 and Dying Light as a cooperative, it's it's very well done. It is very well polished. the The online is really well. it's really well done. We we played just me and you for a while with two mm-hmm. bots, and then Ebucel joined us for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had um, when NBC joins, we had a random guy that just was just to run off all the time. Couldn't we couldn't hear him, but Nick could. Oh, you were so. so pissed! Most
0: of them. I can't you I'm so hard.
1: <laughs> but, <laughs> but then that this oh that then takes me back to the point I'm going to make is the game doesn't do very well at giving you very clear objectives as to what you're supposed to do and where you're supposed to go, which. Mm. I believe, is to make the game a little bit more difficult because Left for Dead, you were kind of like, you just need to keep going forwards. Go through this hard of zombies and keep going forwards where Back for Blood kind of, you had to be doing something in a different area to progress forward. So it, it plays well. Um th- There's a lot of different things in that game. So uh, pipe bombs do different stuff. The, the, the Just there's lots of different... Um, mm-hmm. What am I trying to think the word I'm thinking of. There's lots of different mechanics in the game that you can use to your to your advantage and that are a disadvantage. Like mm. scaring the birds um, is a very easy thing to do, but it's also very easy to avoid. So yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoy playing it, and I, I'd like to go back to it.
0: Yeah, Abysal hit it. There's a bunch of fiddly bits. That's a, that's fiddly just bits. Like, that's that's exactly right. Like that's exactly, and there's. There's some mechanics in there that they don't really explain. Like you you guys are all like, hey, uh, you should spend some of this money that you have. I I looked down. I had like, I don't know, 4,000 coins. Everybody had been spending their money on all these things. And You're I, like, there's money? Yeah, I was like, I was like you, guys, you guys kept running to that case. And I was like, okay. I was like, I'll let them get all the good weapons. I'm fine with this weapons I got. And then like I realized... Oh, it's not like case just for like of a certain amount of weapons. It's like where you go to buy stuff before each act. And so I was like, oh, I get it now. Okay. But yeah, I don't feel like that was explained. Maybe it was because we were in multiplayer. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you on that part. <laughs> um, we will end with talking. Uh, well, I don't want to say end. But uh, the next one, next last game we played in uh, Extra Life was Forza we didn't really play forza
1: i'm not gonna lie yeah no, we what we didn't <laughs> we do tried. is we didn't we tried hard. we didn't yeah we didn't research that you have to get to a certain level in the game or have done certain amount of races before you unlock the multiplayer which kind of oh, I fell no. on us a little bit um but since since actual life i have played it a little bit more and I, when i say a little bit more i'm up to like 11 uh, level 10 or 11 now wow um I, re- I am mean, enjoying it. This is by far the best Horizon game that they've ever done with a Forza series. Um, it's just such a mixture of roads, cars, terrain, gameplay, action. It's just, it's crazy. The, the, I haven't yet run out of things that I want to do. And like every time I turn a corner, there's like, oh, there's a really big jump there. I'm going to see how far I can get over it. Mm. So. so
0: you... Have you basically played them all, Sean? I mean Yes. I yeah. have
1: played every single one.
0: Okay. All right. This is a fun juxtaposition because I have played none. Like I'm just not a car guy. When I That's had where I'm the at. Xbox and the Xbox 360, I would have never bought a Forza game. I would have had to buy it and I'm not gonna buy a game like that. Um Although sucker suckered me into fifty dollars for for extra for early access, so that I could um, play with Sean on Extra Life, of which we didn't get to do because we didn't make it far enough. So you're welcome, Microsoft. There's your donation.
1: You got it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, what I will say is, for the simulation side of things, they have balanced this very, very well. The drifting with all the assets. Like all the driving assists on. I, I which I haven't played it. I can imagine it's quite an easy, straightforward game to play. With them all turned off, apart from manual gears is the only thing I haven't got switched off because I haven't programmed my controller yet. I haven't sat down to mess around with my controller and, and programmed the paddles on the back um for the Elite Series one. Um it balances so well. Like I can go sideways around the corner at 150 mile an hour and keep the car traveling forwards and to the, the angle of the corner, very, very easy. So the simulation side of things is very, very good. Um, it's very responsive on the triggers for like the brake and and the accelerate, which previous version of this game it's kind of trying to push you towards having a steering wheel and pedals to try and get that fine balance. It seems to have done mm-hmm. really, really well to allow you to use a controller quite easy with this simulate simulated steering, anyway, we
0: we really need to do a co-op stream of this and just call it like Sean teaches Nick how to drive in. <laughs> um, because let me tell you what I what I've learned to do is try to come at the widest ang- angle possible. So that I can then use whatever wall or tree is there and bounce <laughs> off of it and not stop. Like I'm not even gonna lie. Um, but I, I'm not. I also, it's still a ton of fun. Like I am. I am absolutely loving this game. And unlike Sean, I have every assist on. Like there's arrows. There's there's. I have them all. I have it all. That would be me. Yeah. It's that like would just, be me. You know. I just want to. I just want to drive around and have fun. Um. And I was a little worried that maybe I was making it too easy because I was. I was getting a lot of firsts and everything. But. But when I opened up this new area, I had to get there in like three minutes and 20 seconds. And it took me probably five tries before I made it with the one star to be able to continue. So I'm like, no, no, I'm good. Okay, I'm right. I'm right where I need to be. Um, but I, I'm, I don't know. I just something about it. And then I love that some of them you can race. Some of them are exploring. Some of them you're just exploring lands, trying to find like photos and and secret hidden spots. Um, yeah, I'm. The, I'm totally uh, the, in. the
1: photo mode is a completely different thing to talk about as well because if you feel like you've, if you feel like you've gone through an area and you think I could go through there faster and more sideways and make it look more like I'm actually, you know, pushing the limits a little bit, if you go back through again and hit the photo photo mode, it pauses the car exactly where you wanted it to, and you yeah. can like you can like scan around the car, you can pick the best angle and, and take a photo. It's great. I that that mode in Horizon three um was I took a photo on that in one of the cars that I used to rally in when I did a bit of rallying. Um I had the exact same car, I changed it to oh, the cool. exact same colour and stuff like that. And I had it going full lock left sideways around this corner in the desert. And it was my background on my phone, it was the background on my laptop, it was the background on my TV for absolutely ages because it was so realistic, it looked so realistic. And they've that's done an awesome. extremely good job of the graphics in this game. Mm-hmm. I haven't had, I've had two issues so far where driving along the car has suddenly gone from like a hundred miles an hour to dead stopped. Hasn't like just stopped dead. And then it'll start going again. i two issues, but I think that's more of a server issue than sure. a graphics issue. So
0: also um, more games need to take note of how they entered this game. I mean, you know, I mean, it was fa- it was fantastic. So you have a character creator mode. I cannot tell you as a streamer how often I will start a game and I'm like, all right, we're gonna, oh, we're gonna create a character. Okay, all right, and then right, right. Oh, oh, okay, okay. What's my what's my setting for my screen? All right, yep, yeah, okay. And now let's. Oh, okay, we got another setting, and I'm like, well, guys, sorry, you know, we're almost. Boom, like you get dropped in from a plane. There's an awesome cut scene. You get dropped in from a plane. You get to drive for a little bit, dropped in from another plane. Probably I would say 10-ish, 15 minutes of just like car after different car after different car after different car on different terrain, different terrain, different terrain. And then it's like, hey, Yeah, now you've made it to where you needed to go. Create a character. And it was just like, it's the perfect way to do that. Where you're not like, you're super excited about this game. And then, not that the character creator is not cool or you don't want to do that. But it's like, oh, you know, that's not, it's a car game. I'm not super excited about creating a character. I'm super excited about like hitting the road, you know. And they did exactly that.
1: And to to further on the character creator as well. Once you go to the Festival Horizon, you can go back into the, character to create and actually fine tune that and what i do like is they've introduced that if people have got artificial limbs which is really good nod to the like to people that have lost limbs in their lives and stuff like that and it's a really good nod to be able to mm-hmm. create that because i haven't yet other than things like cyberpunk and fallout i've never really seen a character creator which allows for people with you know um mm-hmm. fake limbs basically it artificial was a really yeah. good nod to that and i quite mm-hmm. enjoy that I yeah, love but, that. Yeah, yeah. It's real cool. But while we're talking about dropping in that the last car they dropped you in with, the AMG one,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I could have driven that car all day. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't drive that, that car at all. I had so much trouble driving that thing. The, <laughs> I kept, the, I kept the, burning out, and I, I don't know. It was too fast for me. It's like the first game where that car has been used. And I think it's going to be one of the only games where that car is used. It's a project car made by Mercedes that I think they're only going to make like maybe ten in real life. Hmm.
2: I didn't and know that. Dang!
1: Yeah, That's cool. So it's it's a big one for Xbox to have like the royalties or the royalties or the license to use that. So. Sure. Um,
0: this is the biggest. Uh, Microsoft that said it's the biggest launch in Microsoft Game Studios history. Four point five million players played uh, at launch. So, and of course, that doesn't mean there was 4.5 million Forza games sold. That means there were 4.5 million people that played Forza either on Game Pass or they bought it or however they wanted to do it. But I'm sure most of those were Game Pass plays. I would have no doubt.
1: Sure. So uh, what, yeah. what I will say is, I I I beat a race earlier, and when you finish the race, it tells it gives you all the driver town names and stuff like that, and all the information extra. My brother is level 36. Seriously? Jeez, that's yeah. crazy. And Dang. he didn't he didn't pay for the premium access. So what well, it's now Thursday, the eleventh of November, as we're recording. The game was released two days ago and he's already level 36. He has put some time in.
0: <laughs> Dang, that is crazy. That's crazy. But yeah, it's it's it is uh kudos to Microsoft. It's a fantastic game. Absolutely enjoying it. As you can tell from Sean and I, you can enjoy it if you love cars and it's car games are your thing and you can enjoy it if you're like me and you just want to explore and have some fun and goof off and, and don't really know entirely what to do. There's, there's, I mean, somehow they've taken this game that, that is, that is very, uh, accurate and has a serious amount of simulation and kind of. Almost tooled it with a little bit of Mario Kart-esque stuff where it's like, listen, you can have your Sean experience with no assists and do it all and do stuff that I don't even understand. Or you can be like me and just hang out with all the assists and still have fun. So kudos love to them that. for that. Yeah. I
2: love that. Is it is it on Game Pass PC? Do you know? Yes, it is on Game yes, Pass PC. It is. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to have to download that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I I'm couldn't say enough about it. Um, Sean, do you have anything else? uh not that's not xbox (laughs) not xbox gotcha fair enough um i the only other thing i've been playing and i'll just spend uh a few seconds with it um because i i um my son got into it for the first time i'll probably talk about it more in uh next week but my son got minecraft for the first time um, and he bought it for, for himself. He's been saving up money. I've been making him do chores and getting it because I've been realizing that dad probably pays for too many video games that he just gets <laughs> on his own. And so I was like, no, this one you're going to have to do on your own. And so he bought it. Um, so I had my first foray into Microsoft family accounts. Uh, first time I've had uh-huh. a deal with that stuff. Um, and, you know, it's not too bad. I I, I, I first, like, I got him in there. He was like, "Dad, I want to play with my friends." Of course, so I I log in and it's like it logs me in, which was also interesting because he was like, "Cause you know, Noah doesn't really know much about my Xbox play yet." Because I don't, I just don't want to, I don't want to get involved with it. But like, I I entered the I entered my Nintendo account into it, and it was like, "Oh, Nintendo, here you go." And he's like, "You have a Minecraft account?" And I'm like, "Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah." Oh, well, I mean, ah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's getting smart, so it's probably not going to last much. Yeah, (laughs) it's not going to last much longer. This kid, and so um, so I had to get, but I made him a a child account under me, which didn't take too much work. Um, The only real snafu is my iPhone decided to make a really strong password and then not remember it, so that was an issue. Um, But that's not on Microsoft. and I'm able to control who he talks to, if he can talk to friends of friends or friends. I'm really pleased with how, how deep Microsoft has gone into this. I can see how long he's chatted, how long he's played. I mean, I can see a lot of this from the Switch, too. But um, it's really cool that I can that I have uh, a lot of control, actually, on that side. And I know Sean did a deep dive, oh, I don't know, probably five or six podcasts ago, maybe longer than that, actually, into um, into the child controls. And so that was super helpful too, having that under my belt. But um, I haven't had much time to sit down with him. Uh, he got, you know he got lost in a couple mines, but I'll, I'll keep you guys up to date on, on the Minecraft. I, I will say I specifically have passed by Minecraft because I knew that it could suck my time away. Oh <laughs> uh, my gosh! So yeah. I,
1: I know for a fact Minecraft would have you drawn straight. In. Yeah. Yeah. oh my gosh
2: can i can i tell you guys a quick story about minecraft that's pretty funny sure um my my wife moved in with me in 2013 and i had minecraft on one of my consoles and she was just oh minecraft i've heard about this let me play it and she i like had a full day at work and she was playing it she had just moved in with me new city shouldn't have a job yet so she had played it the entire time I was at work. I came home, kissed her goodnight, went to sleep. She was still playing. I woke up the next day and she was still playing.
1: Oh my God.
0: She,
2: she played Minecraft for like 16 straight hours. It was nuts. Yeah, she was hooked, <laughs> absolutely hooked. So. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm super excited to kind of just get into it with him. Um, I mean, I, I, was very lenient on how much money I, or like generous, I guess is the right word, with how much money I gave him for chores, because I really did want him to have it pretty quick. Cause, right. Um, yeah, because it's you know out of all the video games, it's a good one for him to have and start building, and he loves. Yeah, let's to, him be creative. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, it's virtual exactly. Legos. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, um, so he's only on creative mode right now. Um, I was going to play a little of the survival mode and see how creepy it was, but I'm sure he'll be on survival mode before long. He's already complaining that it's where his friends are. So, <laughs> um, That is what we have been playing to this week. Uh, breaking news uh, out this week. We talked about Forza, One Step from Eden, which is a card-building game um Football Manager 2022 which is uh for us here in American that's uh soccer uh soccer not not manager. American football <laughs> um it's not American football um is out it came out uh, a couple of days ago as well uh, GTA San Andreas dropped today. I don't know. I'm messing with stuff. Sean, I'm breaking stuff. Um, GTA <laughs> you broke San Andreas. I did GTA San Andreas uh, is out today, which I really wanted to play today and have some time to chat about. But then I had to rake leaves. People, you know, dad life
1: happens. Um. Ah. So very quickly, they have. It is not a remaster. It is a re-release, but they have re-released the upgraded graphics version. Not the original version.
0: So gotcha. it does look better. You know, I really thought you were going to say, it's not a remaster, it's a re-release, but they re-released the remaster. That's really <laughs> what I thought you were going to <laughs> <much was> gonna <laughs> say.
2: <laughs> it's pretty
1: much what it's, they've done, but yes. Yeah, uh, it's it in like a weird it's, place. <laughs> it's installed. I am quite happy. I'm, I'm going to try and get to Grove Street and Fools. Falls. I,
0: I have seen some gripes on Twitter of some bugs and some issues and some problems and uh some gamers not happy about some censorship that they apparently did on some stuff um right so you know i don't i don't know much about it because i haven't i haven't played i also uh did not play enough of san andreas to really have much of uh and even if i did i think i've said i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty amnesic when it comes to playing games that long ago i'm, I'm not sure. gonna like be like oh i remember how this looked when it first came i wouldn't i wouldn't even remember if i beat the game <laughs> um so yeah no idea um but i am interested to play it and i'm excited about that are you excited about the either this or the trilogy is out san andreas is the only one on on game pass but the trilogy is out on switch and xbox are you excited about any of these seth
2: I, I was going to ask that. I I, uh, I I wasn't sure if it was just San Andreas on Game Pass um, or not. Yeah, I am. I, I want to play them um, on Switch. It's a little bit annoying because you have to buy all three.
0: Mm-hmm. You
2: can't buy them piecemeal, which is a bit annoying. Um, so it's like $60, all three games. And I was a little apprehensive about the soundtrack because I was I was a little worried that we weren't going to have, like, if I can't listen to I Iran, flock of Seagulls and Vice City, I'm out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and then they, but (laughs) yeah, exactly. So, like, I'm like, they've got to have that. San Andreas has got to have NWA and Dr. Dre, it's got to have it. Um, luckily, I would say that like 99% of the songs that you would want to be in there are in there from what I've read. Mm-hmm. So that, that does give me some hope. I like what they've done with the graphics. Like they've made it look a little bit nicer. The um, quality of life stuff, the gameplay improvements to make it kind of more similar to modern GTA games is cool. Um, but yeah, you know, people are complaining about performance issues and stuff like this. And I'm sure all of those are probably worse on switch if anything. So mm-hmm. um, I, I'm a little, I'm a little apprehensive. I have it wish listed. If I see it go on sale, I'll probably grab it. But if they, if they had let me just buy it piecemeal, I would have just like, you know what? Sure. I'll pay 15, 20 sure. bucks for vice city.
0: Why not? You know, but yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I totally, I totally understand that. Um, yeah. So San Andreas is the only one that was released on game path and then you can get the trilogy right. if you want. So, um, which is really nice. I mean, that's exactly pretty much what you're talking about. I'm, I'm happy with the one we got and, uh, which one was released on the PlayStation, Sean, do you remember? There was a single released on the PlayStation 2 not it wasn't San Andreas it was one of the other two i can't remember which one it was
2: i think they were all on ps2
1: if i'm not mistaken they were all on ps2 these ones ps3 no 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 but Grand it was Fast just Auto. like
0: it was just like like we got like xbox got san andreas and then playstation got one of the other two out of the trilogy that was oh. separate. um i can't remember which one it was though
1: oh, okay got vice city vice city stories was one of the other ones that was released at one point, and that was on the PSP. PSP one, yeah, yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: All right. Um, we,
0: let's see. So we're going to have to kind of skip around. I have parent-teacher conferences here shortly, guys, so we might not hit everything today, some of these questions. Um, I think most of this stuff is old news about uh,
1: where, the go- games uh, with gold. Those yeah, haven't changed the gold, yet. Yeah. The- the golden ticket hasn't changed. Um, we haven't had any further updates on things that we're waiting for, like Stardew Valley, Poppy yeah. and The Grail. Um, and what's leaving isn't changing until yeah. after next week.
0: Yeah. So we're gonna skip all that. I want to. Um, I want to hit a couple questions with Seth here. Um, are there so one of the questions that was for Seth? Are there any classic Xbox games that you grew up with? That you wish could be on Game Pass. Um, and then also, I think this was Hambone Johnny. And then also, he says everyone should play Dicey Dun- Dungeons that just dropped on Game Pass. And it was really hot in our Discord. There was a whole bunch of people playing it. So, yeah. are there any classic Xbox games that you grew up with that you wish could be put on Game Pass? That's the question.
2: Jester Radio Future. I mean, that's <laughs> I that's it. the big one for me. Like, yeah. Jester Radio Future is in my top 10 of all time. Like, I love that game. Um, and for whatever reason, the the only real way to play that game on even slightly, the most modern hardware you can play that game on is an Xbox 360. Yeah. You can't play it on yeah. Xbox One. You can't play it on Series S or X. It, it makes no sense to me. I, I have to imagine it's some sort of weird licensing thing with yeah. Sega, um, but that that drives me nuts. Like I'm telling you, if they announce tomorrow that JSRF is playable on Series X, I will make it my mission to get a series X like it it will be a thing. I just want to be able to play that game on modern hardware. Mm -hmm. So that would definitely be my, my answer to that one. I think they actually, if I'm not mistaken, I think they have my, my other favorite kind of weird underrated Xbox game is this one right here. I brought it for a little show and tell it's called uh, it's called phantom dust Hmm. and phantom dust is a really weird, unique original Xbox game that I really, really love probably like in my top five original xbox games um and i think it actually is on game pass i think they actually uh wound up up. putting that game out um and if i'm not mistaken i think they made it free like even to own like even like outside of game pass yeah um because what ended up happening with phantom dust it's kind of like a cult classic game and um, they had announced that they were going to be doing a remake of it and then canned the remake. But then as kind of a make good, they re-released it, kind of like a remaster, like up version of it, and they put it out for free. So I think you actually can play that on Modern Hardware right now. So that would have been my other answer.
0: <laughs> well, that is... Uh... Awesome. Um, I want to give you time before we wrap up, Seth, to kind of plug all you do. Um, with your with both with all your podcasts. I don't care if it's not Xbox. It's cool. We got a bunch of Nintendo <laughs> people. So don't don't worry okay. about that. So whatever whatever you do, we. I mean, I really appreciate you and all your creativity and content creation. So um, just uh, just take your time and and tell us uh, what yeah. what you do.
1: If just, just for anybody who you don't yourself, know one of the things I will say is you have one of the nicest voices to listen to on a game, on a podcast. And Oh, thank stream. you. Yeah. Thank I really you so like much.
2: <laughs> thank you so much. That's, that's really nice of you. No, I, and, and thank you guys for having me on because it's so nice to, be able to um, come on here and, and be off the leash and chat some Xbox I, uh, I'm i the Nintendo guy So like I never get to talk about other stuff So it's really cool to, to Be able to chat about some of the stuff um, So yeah, my my main podcast Is All N and Nintendo Podcast I need to spell it because I, I had somebody Point that out that I should spell it when I guest on shows um, That's All A-L-L And then N, the letter N Like N for Nintendo um, And that's a weekly Nintendo Variety show that I do with my good friend and wonderful co-host eric um and we kind of cover it's a variety show and we cover different facets of being a nintendo fan so every week we highlight an awesome independent game that's on the switch eshop we do a weekly top five um like it's usually weird random stuff like we did top five fossils in nintendo games like we try to We try to shake it up like and and then we have a kind of revolving kind of main segment that could be anything from a guest interview to um, a review to a retrospective or whatever. So the idea is that it is a variety show and every week you're getting something different. We go long. Like it's, we, we go in depth. We go all in, even you might say. Um, (laughs) So we, we routinely go like two and a half, three hours. So it's a meaty show, but we also, we make sure to provide timestamps and kind of jump around and, you know, um, it's, we, we have a really good time doing that. And and we're really proud of that show. Um, And then as part of that, when we hit our first birthday back in June um, I did a spinoff show called keep Nintendo weird which is a bi-weekly show. It goes live every other Wednesday. And it's a weird Nintendo podcast about loving weird Nintendo games. Um, and it's just like me hanging out with a guest talking about a weird Nintendo game that they love for like 30, 45 minutes. And it's just a blast. Like it's it's the complete antithesis to All In because All In is like, Requires a lot of time and work and keep Nintendo weird. It's like, boom, you're in, you're out. It's kind of just a sweet, you know, like little candy of a podcast that you can pop into and enjoy. And um, I, I just I, like weird video games is is something that I am very passionate about, especially weird Nintendo games. So that that is a just a, that, that's my baby. That's a total passion project. Um, so you can find all of that on your podcast feeds all in a Nintendo podcast keep Nintendo weird we are at all in podcast on Twitter uh, at k podcast on Twitter I stream on Twitch um, Nintendo games specifically that's all in podcast on Twitch as well so yeah we're kind of we're everywhere you get fine podcasts like this one <laughs> nice, nice,
0: nice nice well yeah we really appreciate all you do and it was it's awesome to have you on it was great to have you on dad crossing so long uh when we were doing that one and we'll have to have you back on there like i said and it's great to have you on here as well so.
2: absolutely i appreciate it hopefully okay. I, I i'm gonna try not to
0: kill game Pass news
2: like i did dad crossing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can't kill it it won't happen don't worry about that uh, i also always appreciate your your you on twitter are always uh you know you 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 give us good news but you also do it in a positive way so i always appreciate your demeanor on Twitter. yeah
2: that's really attention. important to me i i really think that um delivering stuff positively is super important and I'm, I'm really glad that like we can you know we can call the bs like we see it but we can do it in a positive way too you for know sure. so for sure yeah, kill, kill the hate <laughs> oh, yeah right. totally oh, totally right. for sure
0: well,
1: Sean, so
0: that I can go see how good or bad my kids are, can you take us <laughs> out of this awesome
1: episode? So, yeah, very quickly. Um, thanks for coming on, Seth. It's been great. Um, thanks, man. I enjoyed ma'am. having you on. I enjoyed having you on my way dear Dead Crossing. You're a very, very nice person to have on. So thank you very thank much you for so taking the time out. Um, for the information for everybody that's listening, next week we do have Luke Law in Civic Ghost, and we're hopefully going to do a bit of a deep dive into Halo prior to halo infinite coming out so i'm quite looking forward to that too because i yeah, mean i need to learn me some halo um as always the socials are at game pass news that's over at twitter youtube and Twitch. if you're listening to us through a podcast app please give feedback comments likes it just helps us out um if there's anything you'd like us to add anything you'd like us to remove let us know we're happy to do it if you want to jump in on the discord you can head over to patreon.com forward slash nintendo dads for as little as a dollar a month you can jump on you can chat with us you can chat with seth you can chat everything nintendo and xbox until your house content Um, thank you to everybody who's joined us in the live chat that's Hambo and johnny Abby, Cell, uh oh, quicker scrolling through first strongest small thank you everybody and myself because i've been chatting in there too thank you to everybody that's been joining us <laughs> in the live chat and as always we hope to hear from you all soon so until next time see you later See
2: you later, guys. Bye, guys.